Hello, welcome back to the Slash Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So today I'm joined by Tyler and I'm joined by Judah. And we have to worry later on in the episode. As we discuss on a season-defining loss. Yeah. <laughs> um, on Chelsea, I guess, you know. Chelsea exited the Champions League for the next one year, I suppose. I mean, bye-bye Champions League till 2025 or 2024. We'll see. But yeah. Tyler, Judah, how you guys feeling, man? <laughs> well, um, um, <laughs> I'm feeling the vibes. Um, Lampard brought the vibes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the vibes, you know, because that's what I was promised, you know, like Lampard will bring the vibes. He will bring back the, the, the uh, what's it called? How, how did they put it? Um going to motivate yeah like it's going to bring out the motivation it's going to motivate these players they don't know what it means to pray for the chores this that blah 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 they all forgot that the most important thing that a coach has to bring to the table is his tactics and Lampard did not only get his tactics wrong so far he has also gotten his team selection wrong. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm feeling the vibes that they promised me. So, <laughs> since this is the vibes that we all wanted, man. So, yeah, if you ask me how I'm feeling, that's how I'm feeling, man. I'm feeling the vibes. <laughs> Busy, how are you feeling, bro? How are you feeling? I don't even know, man. Like, uh, ever since even the the first leg, I don't know, I've, I've felt, felt really, uh, I don't know, just not caring a lot about um our games and so I didn't care too much about Brighton. The result didn't really mean anything to me. Same for today. I mean you didn't really think we're gonna do anything today. Um but I I just wanted a, a performance to be proud of and did I get that today? I mean kind of. Um I don't know, it's it's weird. because um, I don't actually think we're that bad today. But obviously you didn't. We just didn't score. You need, you know, you're two 0 down against Real Madrid. You need to score. Um, it didn't happen, and that's sad. But yeah, it is what it is. Season is over. Um, I think it's just all we've got to focus on player development now for the rest of these games. And yeah, shocking, man. Really bad. Um, where do we start from? Judah, do you want to talk about the lineup? Um, yeah, like I like I said at the beginning, you know, uh, our brother Lampard doesn't know how to pick a starting level. Like, I don't know what exactly he was expecting with this lineup that he picked. I, I like if it's not bad enough, you know, first leg where he went with Stalin and, and Felix, which were obviously like a mismatch, you know. I felt like that first leg we definitely needed advance. And this second leg, I was expecting him to at least, you know, okay, okay, use your head. Even if you want to, you know, play with like the 3-5-2 or something, you know, go with Avats and Sterling or Avats and Felix, you know, at least. But then what did our brother do? <laughs> he chucked in Galaga there, like... <laughs> Honestly, I've I've not even like um read his um post match um takes and all that. I I I 
I honestly hope that someone asked him what exactly was going through his head because I don't even I didn't see any of his comments. You know, anybody asking him even in the pre-match asking him what the hell Galaga was doing <laughs> in the lineup or what formation or what was he trying to achieve with his team selection basically because. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, you would think you would have even gone with, like, a 3-4-3. Three, three. You know, not even, like, the five-man midfield or, like, the three-man midfield. But, bro, I I don't know what to say about this system selection. Like, for, for like, the old fan base to unify and say, like, it's, like, a, it was an atrocious lineup, then you should know that, yes, truly. <laughs> bro, it was an atrocious lineup. But, yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, on that note, thankfully, Tori is here. Tori, how you doing? Came at the right time, actually. We just started. Hey, I'm pretty good. Well, I'm terrible and I'm ill, but <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> such a long time. Long, long yeah. time. Yeah. How are you feeling about the loss today? I mean, oh, well, you see my DMs, you know how I'm feeling. Like, <laughs> like, nah, I'm over it. Like, I was just hoping that Chelsea would just surprise me today and not lose. Like, you know, like losing is so predictable. Like, why can't we just do something exciting for once? <laughs> I saw your tweet Not lose. But, yeah. um, no, we still lost. And it was actually pretty disgusting. Like, from the lineup, you knew we were going to lose. Like, yeah, we're just discussing the lineup now, actually. Um, what were your thoughts on the lineup? Um, what I would say is just like, it just felt very. I mean, okay, the lineup obviously shows that we would have control of the game, but that's not what we needed. We needed to score, and we needed to score fast. I, if I were Lampard, I would have played a team of 11 attackers because at that point, we don't have anything to lose because we were, we were essentially already 2-0 down and we needed to score to get back into the game. If we had scored in the first half, you, you don't understand how much of a change that would have caused. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, hell yeah. So that's why I'm thinking, oh, if I were if I were the manager, obviously I'm not a manager, but if I were a manager, I would have gone ultra attacking from the beginning. And then obviously if it's now like two two, then I can now start, you know, putting on my midfielders and defenders or whatever. Mm. Ah, Wizzy, what do not say, man? Do you want to talk about lineup? Should we talk about the incidents of the game? <laughs> um I mean like the lineup, yeah, the lineup is a bit was a bit whack. I mean, it's annoying because I do think we played well. Um, like we actually had Real on the back foot for a lot of the game. Courtois had a good game. Militao had a fantastic game. Um, they could only really get us on the transition, and the really it did. It was really the only way they got us. But um, yeah, we just didn't have anyone to really finish any chances. You know, relying on Kante in the box on two occasions, Kukureta in the box on an occasion. Um, so yeah, so you didn't have the players that you want in the positions that we needed them to be in. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it was silly just because you've got to expect you know Gallagher and Kante to maybe score or something like that. So it's a bit weird in that regard, but we did it, did give us control in the game. But it would have been nice to have that kind of control in the first segment, we're not 2 0 down. and the control in the second leg where it, it's not really leading to any goals so I don't know man I think subs came a bit too late as well 
like even a first half substitution, I don't think would have been a uh, would have been the wrong thing to do. Um, you know, put on Modric maybe half time or Sterling or Felix Felix at half time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, they're trying to they'll try try to get a result today. It doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, Judah, Judah, you know we've been talking for a while now. We've been like, oh, why is it that they can't string passes together? But look at Chelsea today. They played like their their old selves again. <laughs> they played like it, but to what end? To what, to what purpose? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know if you agree with this statement. Like, I think this was Lampard's best um, Chelsea showing in the past four games. I mean, I think it was yeah, the best. No, it's true. It's true. Well, yet again, it was for <laughs> to what to what like end to what purpose? Like to what end? There's there's no nothing to show for it. Like not even a goal. Like even a consolation goal, bro. They went out four nil on aggregates. Oh. Like. You know, it's always so negative. No, it's like, <laughs> bro, the, the, see, the whole season is already negative. I don't see how you guys want to take a positive from today's no, game. Like, I, would say, I'm not, I wouldn't say, oh, that's a positive. Like, the only thing I saw today was that we played okay. Like, in all honesty, 2-0 was actually a very wicked scoreline for the way we played. Okay, so okay. Can I, I ask you guys this? Can I ask you guys this? Do you guys see them playing this way going forward? Do you see? Do you guys see them playing oh, this way against Man City? Against Arsenal? Against um? No way. Yeah, do you guys no see them playing this way? So so what are we so so what are we talking about there? Oh, <laughs> they obviously they, they obviously rose up to the occasion because of like the fans and you know the whole atmosphere and literally they knew that it's you know do or die like now or never you get that kind of thing like all all cards were were on the line and so like imagine if they went out there and played like the first leg obviously <laughs> then to mean that the the players themselves are to blame and you know everyone we know that okay this is a more deep rooted issue but yeah like i said they had to you know rise up to the occasion and all and you know they were literally pressing and you know they were on rewarded and we're not giving them chance like at a, at a point i even saw tiago silva almost at the halfway line pressing benzema you know so so yeah they were all you know at it but like i said it's expected like what what did you really expect and i'm sure real madrid as well they expected that and i think that's why they you know they were comfortable like just defending and and looking to it on the counter and even the counter they didn't really really like look for the counter attacks that much you know they were just happy you know to defend and make sure they didn't concede because that's all they had to do so i would i, would, I don't know I, I don't know what you guys i don't know what you guys want to be very perspective tori what's your perspective on i think you have something to say i mean I don't know, like, you see, this whole, I just, I'm just like, I'm lost for words if I'm being honest. Like, this entire season just doesn't make any sense. Because I feel like people are really glossing over that part of it. Like, it actually doesn't make any sense. We start the season, we have a new owner that nobody knows from Adam, and we sacked Tuko, we hire Potter. Potter takes us into the gutter of the gutters. 
And then, okay, we eventually let go of Potter. And then we now bring back Lampard. Like, pick your struggle, man. Like, it's... do you get? I don't know if it makes any sense. All of our players underperforming. Even the gods like Rich James, they are doing terribly right now. Which is why, personally, I don't see the point in picking on anyone or anything. I just think because everybody is terrible. So I'm not about to say, oh, yeah, you were a bit more shit than this person. Because it doesn't make sense to me. But um, pretty much, like, I just think that this is just one of them. Like, this game, I'm lucky happy that we lost. And we lost very beautifully like as in like yes it was four nil like this has this is definitely going to sting in todd and egbali and co's heads and it's not going to go down well with them and i feel like this is exactly what we need we all need and like for the season to end we just need to take a step back let us finish my only my only ask now is just to finish in the top half I hope we don't get relegated because it's looking crazy. The, the, good, the truth is, I top don't half, see. Top half is not a trophy. I don't see one of Nottingham Forest or Leicester or one of those guys leapfrogging us. So I don't think we'll get relegated. But it's very easy for us to end up 15th. Like, it's looking peak, you know. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Sorry, before you go on, my club is in the gutter. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that if you told me two years ago or literally a year ago from from now that that I I am a Chelsea fan who sit and say that <laughs> that she hopes that our club finishes or our club finishes top half, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. When everybody listens to their season is this season preview, it would be like, what the actual fuck? You know, do you know? Do you know? I actually just sorry, yeah. I, I actually just remembered that, um, about a few seasons ago. No, actually, it was not this season that you in particular were saying that we we're going to win the league. <laughs> we took, <laughs> we took... <laughs> oh, in fairness, then we had to go, anything was possible, like yeah. you know, I mean, not win the league, but we definitely would not be 11th right now, definitely. <laughs> Tyler, I'm sure you're one of those people. Tyler, can you... um, Tyler, I'm sure you're one of those people that are like one percent chance, ninety nine percent fate on Twitter today. Uh, I think I don't want to do. It. I don't want to make any tweets. I don't want to make any chats. Just... I don't even know, man. I don't even. I don't even like Chelsea Twitter right now. I haven't, haven't for months. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't even know. All right, all right, Tyler, let's go. Let's talk about Kante's miss. What's your opinion on the miss? Uh, yeah, it was poor miss because he had he actually had so much time. Vilma did defenders sleeping. This guy had a lot of time, a lot of space. Um, I think obviously the, the pressure at the moment got to him. That's why you don't have your midfielders. That's why you don't depend on your midfielders in the box. It's good to have midfielders in the box, but when that's yeah. all you have, you know yeah. you can't be you can't be there hating on the on the finishing at the same time. Um, I think he did really good for the one he had later. Um, it was just great defending by Minotaur. Um But yeah, that it was a poor finish, but you can't, you know, he had a great, he had a great game, Kante. So I don't want to hate him that much for, for missing it because I didn't think he should have a striker or a finisher. 
in that position, but we have none of those. We don't have a finisher. We don't have a striker. We have nothing. Yeah. Have nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But before before we go to Judah, I want to ask Tori this. Um, Tori, what's your opinion on the Cucurella miss? Because I know Judah have one or two to say. See, yeah. No one on our team can shoot one, two. In terms of that Cucurella miss, I don't know what to, what to say about it because if you say Cucurella should have scored that, Kante had two chances mm. and he didn't score either. So that's what I mean that I don't like getting on to particular people when the entire team is terrible. Because if the game is good and then somebody is particular bad, particularly bad, then we have a problem. But because everybody is bad, I don't like see the point of insulting anyone. But I don't think it was... I mean, it was a good chance. I wish he had scored it. Maybe we'd be having a different conversation right now if he had scored it. I think it was a really good save, honestly, as well. Um, it was a great save. Courtois jumped at him, extended himself at the same time. Um, and yeah, similar to the Kante thing, like it's, it's weird talking about missed chances from defenders and midfielders because, you know, it's not what they're meant to be doing. It's when you get the missed chances from players that should be putting them away. It's when it really gets yeah, them. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. We're going to talk about the goals soon. But um, to, to address Tori's point, Tori, I hear what you're saying about like no need to single out the players. I do agree that all the players are shit and the manager included. We agree. I'm just trying to discuss like incidents in the game, really. So we don't like miss out per se. <laughs> but I 100% agree with you. Um, Judah, what can you say about the Kukurela miss? Did you see it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so um, <laughs> first of all, uh, first of all, Chile, Chihuahua is definitely 100% scoring that. That's number one. Let's get, let's get that straight. We don't know that. Alonso. Bra. Maybe Alonso, but we don't do that for Chile, I can't lie. No, no, yeah. But, but wait, Chile is a better... like. It's hundred times better at finishing than than Kukurela. That's not an argument. Like Chile literally scores goals for us, so it's it's proven. It's a proven fact. It's, so does Harvard. So does Rich James. So no, does I'm saying if Chilwell, Chilwell is the only other left back that we have, isn't it? So we could Fair say enough. like if Chilwell was in that position, he's probably going to score that. And the second thing was that. He was totally free. He was not marked. He could have easily you know, done a faint shot, like a fake shot. Well, I don't know. He's just always in a rush to do everything. He's in a rush to mark. He's in a rush to close down. He's like, the guy, the guy, I, I don't know. I just, he's always in a rush to do everything. Even to cross, he's in a rush. Like, I can count two, three crosses that he overeats because he was in a rush. The guy just, I don't know, he's too rushed for my liking. I like... You need to calm down at times. I have no doubt in my mind that Kukurella is an amazing player. Like, I'm not... Go- I, I just I just can't... I'm just not one of the people that can't, like, see him at Brighton and then say, oh, yes, in less than a season, he's all of a sudden shit. No, that just doesn't happen to anybody. So that's why I'm saying that, one, the environment is definitely playing a part on it. Two, we already know Kukurella is having a lot of personal problems right now. So, like... There's that too. There's a reason why he doesn't usually start. So obviously, it's been a while we've had you speak because we've missed the opinion story. So I'm curious to ask you this question. <laughs> I'm curious to ask you this question. The red card in the first leg, whose fault would you say that was? Mm, let me think. Oh, yeah, as in Chile's red card. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Honestly, I think it's chilies. <laughs> okay. I think went... it's chilies. Okay. I remember that me... like, you guys were saying that it, on the drip chat that it was you think it's Kukurella's fault because yeah, he was okay. out of position and he left him there one on one. That's fine, but yeah. see, yeah, uh, the reason why he had to make you 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 make those fouls because you are a bad defender. That's his being a bad defender. If you're going to blame Kukurella, then uh, then Chibi at least deserves half of the blame too, because essentially what had happened was because. Rodrigo or whoever it was had gotten past him and he had and he did not have the faith in Kepa to make the save so he decided to pull him or whatever the hell he did so me I'm saying it like he the guy had already gotten past him so not only did he get past Cuckoo he got back past Chili too so you can't say that oh it's Chili's fault because he left him there like you two you should be able to handle yourself so I don't know. That's how I see it personally. First, I mean, I think Raid said it was like mainly um, Chili's fault, but I think uh, like he he pushed a bit of blame to Cucurella as well. But Eddie, uh, was the one who was always saying so. Yes, um, that it was um, it was Chili's fault. Yeah, Chili's fault. No, Chili's fault because um, um, Chili should have like um covered covered him when he saw that Cucurella had run forward basically but like he started his run late like started tracking back late and he didn't um what well, was it called Antip- anticipate the uh the situation well so yeah both uh, of them are for basically <laughs> that's good clip, that's a good cliffhanger because i was just going to ask you this judah tell i'm going to come to you soon my bad um judah i'll ask you this you said kukurella he said Chua should have closed the ground better or whatever. Should have closed down better. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. What was Kukurella thinking today for the first goal? Because me, you, Ellie, all and Rate as well have all seen that Kukurella likes to press. But what was his what was the thinking today in Kukurella's head for that first goal we conceded? What was your opinion? I don't know if you saw it. Um, the first goal was Chaloba, isn't it? You think it's Chaloba's fault? Yeah. Was he not the one that went to ground trying to slide, trying to slide a player that is clearly faster than him? <laughs> but it's not Kukurela did. Nah, bro, that was all Chaloba, man. <laughs> in my opinion, though, in my opinion, that was all Chaloba because if he had stayed on his feet or tried to like you know draw him back and collect a yellow for the team or like do something like a professional footballer would do, then the guy wants to have a free run at 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 the old um. Um, was it the right wing? Yeah, the old right wing, just like that, you know. Like he literally made a rash decision and decided to slide in, and <laughs> obviously that that just left the guy with the old world to run into, and you know, uh, no, no, I I can't even remember any role that Ukrela had to play in that because <laughs> to me it was it was Chaloba all day, man. Alright, cool. Let me see. Um, Tori and Tyler's view. Tyler, what's the view on the first goal considered? Uh, first goal, yeah, I see what Kukurella's getting some stick for it because what, he's offering back. He's pressed quite hard. Chalab is basically isolated on that side that Rodrigo's at. So I get it. Um, but I don't know, like both are fullbacks. Like Reese, for example, his positions, positions today were very um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Like where he was, so I guess I like I don't know how much structure was given to our wing backs and where to be. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's poor, it's poor from both. To leave someone that effective on the right wing, um, you know, where uh, he can easily just skin Chadaba as he did. Poor from Chadaba, dived in maybe a bit too quickly. Um, I don't know, it's a shame, man. You know, Savilma did on the on the counter-attack. There's not much you can do after that. Yeah. All right. Um, sorry. Sorry, what's your opinion on the first goal we considered? Well, that was just unfortunate. <laughs> um, you, like, like, literally, like Tyler just said, you can't... Madrid on the counter, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, But, but okay, sorry to interrupt, right? Personally, I think it's Cucurella's fault. He doesn't need to to do what he did he does it all the time but you're you're acting like that doesn't happen in real life all the time like in football all the time you're just blaming Kukurela because oh yes Kukurela was out of position but how many times does a fullback push up to attack and they get caught out like that's literally that's literally how almost every single counter attack happens yeah, because it was, it was us trying to press it in the day, innit? And the, the pressure's actually right, and it's why we were so dominant today. It's just there they managed to play out of it. A uh, very nice ball from Militao, I think it was out to... Yeah, it was just on, It was just very unfortunate. Like, that's just graceful ball from Madrid. Yeah. True. Well, but still, I just want to say this. It was not a counter-attack. It was from the goal kick. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was from the goal kick. So he yeah, didn't need... We were just pressed so high up, basically. Yeah, in my opinion, because one, Tori, this I'm trying to say, he has. So do you guys not... want him to press, or do you not want him to press? I want him to press because he, he did it against Don, Dortmund, and I think that was the first yellow card he got. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe he didn't get booked, but I know he did it against Dortmund, and then he did it against Madrid, which led to the Chilwa red card. So why been... do you think if he keeps on doing it, don't you think that might be the instruction that he's given? Like I'm just saying, like yeah, somebody said that as well. That perhaps is an instruction. But at the same time, it's not robots. Like, use your sense, use your brain. So, because of his stupid run, he left Chaloba isolated against Vini and uh, against Rodrigo. And obviously, Chaloba should do a bit better instead of diving in. And, you know, the whole, you guys know what happened after that. Personally, I think it's Kukurela's fault. But I guess it's a, a game of opinion. So I, I me personally, I'm like, I don't know. Well, one, I can see why you're saying, oh, he shouldn't have pressed that high. But, like, we were we were a team full of defenders and midfielders. If he didn't press, who else was going to press? One and two, mm-hmm. like Chaluba could have done better too. Like, yeah, I feel like you're just saying, oh yeah, Rodrigo had so much space to run into. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's just life, man. That's football. <laughs> it should be better defending, personally. And there are three, there meant to be three defenders. You're telling me none of them could cover that space? None of them. It was like, I don't know how to explain. It was like, I don't know. But some, the person I sat next to whilst I was watching the game was like, Kepo should do better. I didn't say that. He said it. The whole, the whole reason why I've always liked three at the back is because it basically means that you can always win back the ball immediately. Like, it's so easy to recycle the ball because if your wing back pushes up, then the person... I think it's, I don't know if it's Chaloba that was right next, the LCB can easily just cover that space. And then you now have a midfielder drop back or something like that. But do you guys, know I mean, it's, 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 you can't just say, oh, because Cuckoo was in the space, then it's bad. Because realistically, Chaloba was the one that was meant to be covering that space. I agree to disagree then, I guess. 
at the end of the day. <laughs> at the end because of the day, it, yeah. what is causing the what is causing the whole issue is lack of a proper coach. Like these guys are. I, um, I think when um, um, Tyler was talking the other time, where he said he doesn't think that the the wing backs are the structure. That's like basically just it. These guys just go there and play with vibe. So <laughs> you shouldn't blame them when stuff like this happen. So like I um I I, I agree with story actually because um I feel like you already know that okay um Kukurela is is the kind of person that is going to press forward and you know high intensity press and you know he's never staying put in one place so you as a defender as the left center back or or you know left wing back or something you should like always cover for him when your teammates goes to press like it's simple basic football you should position yourself in a better place so that you can you know rectify any anything that happens afterwards like you know like i said anticipation it's a key part of football like like don't they watch the way Thiago Silva positions himself? Like it's it's not it's not um um math. Like you just have to it's something you do that you you know you have to uh, put into your game. Yeah, go on. Sorry, yeah. I don't know. I guess because we lost today, so I'm a bit emotional. So I'm cutting into everybody's stuff. I'm sorry. But like Kukurela, you're not meant to press alone. You're meant to press as a team. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's hard to judge because. It's so hard to coach a nice press, and uh, we don't really have that with Frank, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's just weird. It's all we're talking about this man. Like I don't know why I just don't have the heart to to to, to care kind of thing. I don't know. Like I do. Like and it's weird. I don't even know if I'm gonna like receive the rest of the games. But I just really want to see just our players that need to play that are gonna stay here. That can develop games. Uh, we're going to come to that. Judah, do you want to complete the first goal? I know, I know, uh, what's his name? Rodrigo did something. He, he skinned Chaloba and then he had, <laughs> he had Kepa and then I think he did something. I don't know, he passed someone or something. I don't know. Do you remember what happened, Judah? Um, I think it was like a pass to, um, what's his name? What's the other guy? His name Vinicius. So I, I really, I, I'm not sure if I can remember the goal, but I think somehow they scrambled it and you know the ball got in the net. So I, I think that's what happened afterwards. Um, but yeah, it's it was just like an unfortunate goal to concede overall because we had our chances and all the episode we should have taken our chances before then. So, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm surprised that even after that goal went in, their heads like didn't drop. I'm surprised that even after that, they were still like able to uh, manage to like you know utter some uh, attacks after that. But but yeah, it was an unfortunate goal to consider, and it's basically just sealed our fate, our fate rather. Right <laughs> so yeah, yeah. All right, um, Tori, do you remember any chances after the goal? Because I don't remember. Judah said. He, he said our, our heads didn't drop, but I really don't remember any chance. After I remember that, that Mudrick shot. I even thought he was going to score it. Yeah, but wasn't that two, well, two goals down already by that time, I think? Well, we talking about like chances after the first goal or the second yeah, goal. After, well, yeah, after, before the second goal, after the first goal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I don't remember any. I don't remember, to be honest. Like, at this point, I probably was mentally checked out. Exactly. <laughs> But I do know, but Judah is right. I remember that we were still pressing and we were still trying. 
the tie was over as soon as he scored. Um, okay, let's talk about the second goal then. Um, Tori, do you want to talk about the second goal? Do you remember the second goal? Wasn't the second goal the one that was like... <laughs> by Shadows, somebody did things and boom, and then it ended back in the net, and like he rounded Kepa or something like that. <laughs> sort of, yeah. That one pissed me off, I can't lie. Because it just looked too easy. Like, it made me realize how terrible we are. Mm. And it also feels like that backline, they don't communicate. Like, that's something I've noticed. I don't think they communicate because why are two... Because the space even got created for basically him to score into an openness was that two people went together and get the same ball. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it sounds like the goal we considered against Everton in the last minute. Exactly. Like, lots of like... I, don't, I just don't get that. Like, literally talk, speak. Like, oh, I'm going for it to stay. <laughs> but to be fair, it seems like the, 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 the squad are playing by themselves without like, any instruction from them. I mean, to be fair, Lampard was animated today for the first time. No, it's but... me, yeah. What I, <laughs> you guys can say anything you want, but I know for a fact those people respect Lampard. They respect him and they respect him a lot. Because even when, don't you remember when Lampard got sacked? Seeing... All of them on their IG. Oh my God, coach, I'm going to miss you so much. They suck him off. They're dick riders for that guy. <laughs> no, so, but sorry. Sorry, I have a question for you. You said they respect him. Fair, good and fine. But did you watch the Brighton game? So how bad we were. Actually, I didn't watch that game. I'm very happy I didn't. Neither did I. That was the one time I was at work and I was like, I am not wasting my occupation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I had to stay some at work, so I couldn't watch the game because I usually. Had I think I was. I was still. I was still on holiday, so I didn't bother. I said I had already given one match to this whole, like this, to this holiday. So like, I'm not doing another. Like that? No, that's a nice system. Fair enough. Yeah. If you were on holiday and wanted to watch one Chelsea game, like that's nice enough. Like, I mean, I, if yeah, I was, I, was just game, I wouldn't want to watch any. That isn't my. That's my holiday gone. <laughs> I've let the Chelsea stress quite get into it. <laughs> All right, Charles, do you remember? Do you want to talk about the second goal? Do you remember anything from it? Mate, it's just that we are Madrid class back again. Like, after that, it was game over. Because even then, because, you know, I think uh, we mentioned it after the third after the third goal and I could get first goal of the game. You know, yeah. our players were still fighting, man. And it was good to see that. And it's good to see that. But Valverde did fantastic. Um, to you know, nice little bit of dribbling there, and um, just yeah, put it on the plate for was that Rodrigo for the brace, yeah, really, Rodrigo. really a goal from them, though, honestly. So, not much you can say, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm being, I feel like I'm being so boring today, it's just no, nah, uh, it's calm. I, I perfectly that season over kind of feeling, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all understand how you feel, don't worry, don't worry about it, okay. Um. Before we call it a day, let's talk about moment of the match. Is there any moment that stood out for you guys? Um, Tyler, let's start with you. What moment stood out for you, Tyler? Um, <laughs> Could be anything, man, good or bad. I, I know that's why it's so hard. Um, I think I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep try to keep it positive. I think Mudrick does a nice little bit of skill. Uh, Reese James, um, Reese James, kind of, uh, you know, lobbed it into him. Quite, quite hard for him to control and um, he got that like, in between two Real players quite nicely did a bit of a bad shot that like, went over the bar but you want to see a bit of that 
some some magic from a Chelsea player today. Same, we got it with Felix as well, but Mr. No, Mr. No End Product over there didn't really expect anything. Like seriously, when I told you guys I haven't been on here for a while, when I've watched us against, I think I've watched against Liverpool like in terms of big games, I've watched recently. It's like Liverpool and even Real Madrid. The other like, like this guy has no end product. Keep this guy away from my club. Um, I realized I, I realized it a while ago. He's a waste of he'll be he'd be a waste of money. He's a waste of space. Get Felix away. The fact that I did a poll as well asking like who would you prefer to stay, Felix or Mount? People saying Felix. No, 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 no. Get this guy out of here. Cover sit of the attack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Judah, I know your views on Felix already, so I want to ask Tori before we talk about the moment of the match. Tori, what's your view? What are your views on Felix? You know, I never wanted him to come to Chelsea. Mm. Just because bad CFC takes one that round. Yeah, and I hate that but when Felix first came, he actually really grew and grew on me. Like I can't lie, like I I I understood his pee. But mm. since then, he just reminds me. Like I don't know what it is about him. He just gives me like pretty boy Adama Traore vibes. <laughs> no, that's a good comparison, honestly. I'm not gonna lie really you. Cool, you know, or this guy has a technical ability. Yes, like you have everything but the end product. I know. Oh, <laughs> season, though. Judah, Judah said something really good in the last episode. So Judah, I'll let you give the wisdom again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what exactly I said, but um, it's, it's Felix, yeah, Felix is a victim of circumstances, basically. Um, <laughs> look, it's a very good player. He, the talent is there. Like the talents is there. Yes, it doesn't have the end product, but like in a team, yeah, you you have people that that produce chances, and you have people that finish the chances. That's how a team is meant to work. A team is meant to be balanced. You should not be relying on one player to do everything for you. Felix is basically a creator. You should not expect him to create, and at the same time, you still expect the end products for him from him. Rather, it doesn't work that way. Like, if you check the, the statistics and all that, the guy has been the only one creating chances for us, even in a, a very bad season and, you know, him coming in the middle of a, a bad season. And, you know, sometimes we forget that Felix, Enzo and these guys, they've only been here for, like, how many months? Um, four, four months or something. So I, I just feel like um, Chelsea fans are just um, over-criticizing the guy. And... Um, it's funny because I'm surprised because um, Terry was the one that was just saying the the other time that you know we should not single out players because everyone has been. Whoa, I'm not singling mm-hmm. him out. You guys ask me for my opinions or whether like no, see yeah, no, 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 I like I actually like Felix, but if we're going to buy Felix, we're going to spend ninety m on him. Like I mean, that's a crazy amount of money. Like to. Spend on somebody that's not gonna give you numbers. 
Yeah, but so the thing is that the the we both know that the owners are never going to spend that kind of money on Felix. It's not it's just not happening. That's why they've been reports that the they are looking like at another loan deal. And I think that's prob most likely what's going to happen because first of all, the guy doesn't want to play for Atletico anymore. And Atletico are not willing to keep like an an unhappy player and stuff like that in their squad because it doesn't help anyone. I think what like both parties are just going to agree to is probably like another loan, which probably this time around an obligation to buy or an option to buy at least. So I just believe that's what's going to happen because we have so many like positions that you know that that we are reportedly looking to strengthen. So I don't think the owners themselves are ready, anyways. You know, like spend ATM or ATM or whatever on 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 Felix. But I believe that That's if we get fine. If we're talking another loan deal, then I don't mind him staying. It's a case of like, oh, if we're going to spend another 100 M, like, I'm sorry, you have to come better than what you're giving us right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hear what you're saying, Judah, with the whole, you know, victim of circumstance thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just a question of, you know, I, would, I, I wouldn't want to dump 80 million on him right now because if we do get a nice, more st- a more stable team, and he's still not performing, then we're an idiot. So I wouldn't mind. I would actually mind another loan to see how he does when we actually have the manager that we want to build forward with and see how he melds of that manager maybe. So that's to see not not something I'd be opposed against. But um, yeah, I mean, he just seems he just seems like one of those players. Just, you know, Left to me, Felix hasn't done as 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 bad or as poorly as just as people just make it seem. Left to me, in my opinion, because um, we're forgetting that. <laughs> no, wait, I want to say this. I want to say this. Um, Judah Tori wasn't singling out Felix. I asked if I want no, to know no, how... no. I'm just saying, like she she was being overly critical of him, and I'm saying, like, I mean, <laughs> if you are being critical of Felix, then you should be. <sighs> I mean, you can be critical of all the players, even the one that we spent 100 m on, um, Enzo. Like, like I said in the last episode, in the few games, he hasn't been on this game. So, so what are we saying? Like, even Enzo has been dragged into their their uh, poor performance. Like, he he himself has not like had good performance in 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 a while. So, what are we saying? Come on, man. <laughs> so, and we why to spend 100 m on that kind of player? So, what are you going to say about that? So, I just feel like you know the old thing is. is and you shouldn't be judging players basically on like this um kind of form or like in in this kind of situation i i feel like if you put felix in a balanced team that you know attacks and you know is good going forward and he knows his role and his role doesn't change week in week out from being a lone striker to being a force nine to being on the left wing and you know like the guy has literally played everywhere in the front in the front three for us and you're expecting consistency or end product it doesn't work that way <laughs> so but yeah it is what it is man chelsea chelsea now i'm just gonna say this he wasn't singling out felix i asked her opinion on the felix situation that's what i did okay um tori let's talk about the moment of the match what moment stood out for you today um i would say well what i liked it was very nice seeing that kante still has some gas in his tank mm-hmm. like see it was nice seeing that he can still play football <laughs> and but the actual word that was so funny was when madrid scored the third goal and like the cameraman puts it on Bruni's face <laughs> <laughs> 
he looked he looked I that guy has definitely not slept in weeks. I feel so bad for him. But he looked terrible. He was shocked. So that was fun. I won't lie. Yeah. I agree. It was funny because like he looked helpless, like what 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 have I done yet again type face look. Okay. Um obviously there's some man of the match today. So Judah, moment of the match for you. For me it was the Cucurella chance. Um yeah, moment of the match has to be the Cucurella chance, man, because um it was <laughs> it was literally like at the end of first half, like score that and and bro, I'm telling you, second half would have been like a whole different story entirely. So I I and uh, it has to be the Kukola chance for me, man. And um, I wanted to like also mention this when we're discussing the Kukola chance here. Yeah? I don't know why people are saying um the Kante Kante's chance was like an easier chance. In my opinion, like <laughs> bro, it wasn't because Kante's own the ball was bouncing and he had to like take it first time, like as a first time shot. So. Yeah. That's like total. That's a much more difficult technique than the ball being literally being on the ground. Just pick a spot and shoot, and you know you didn't even have players around you or, or pressuring you. So like, I feel like Grassland was bro, literally like if if they probably gave the 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 Chelsea players like I don't know some sort of like choose um, if you should have this kind of chance in the match or you know uh, like i'm sure they will take that opportunity 100 percent and 10 over 10 times and it's just unlucky that he didn't score it and i mean we move on life goes on but yeah that's a big great i think it was a great thing like actually i think kotoa spread himself well. i think it was more of kotoa than kukurela to be honest personally <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't have a, a keeper that performs that way for me week in, week out. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Tyler, I have a question for you then. We don't play Brentford till a whole week. So we'll have a whole week to rest. Rest. Hold on. <laughs> Tyler, what can you tell me? Um, where do we move on from this? Four losses we, on. We, we play, we get, firstly, we get Nagelsmann. All right. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about no Mister. I haven't managed the club for seven years. Enrique over here, okay. I just want to say for the record, okay. Enrique, in the seven years that he hasn't been at a club, Nagelsmann has have taken Hoffenheim from seventeenth to fourth, Leipzig to a Champions League semi final, and he did really good at Bayern until they were crazy and wanted our two cool baby. Um, so yeah, Nagelsmann in. Firstly, but for the rest of these games that we have with Frank, we need to. Um, I think it'll be nice to get the Nogglesman announcement as well as soon as we can to players know who they're playing for, um, who they will be playing for. Um, so that maybe my pass decide who to keep, who to who to sell based on the reaction we get from the Nogglesman announcement, for example. Um, but yeah, I want to see the players that we want to keep, the players that want to play play. And just see them get used to the level, get them used to the Premier League. There's some big games coming up. Arsenal, for example. Hopefully, maybe take the league further from away from them. I never thought they were going to win it, by the way. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah uh, about player uh, development now for the rest of these games. Definitely. Yeah. I think the Arsenal one is like the only incentive for this season, to be very, very honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, quick answer question. <laughs> Um, Tyler, are you in, are you in any way, shape, 
shape or form related to Todd Bowley because I don't know, you literally just handed the, the job to Nagusma. I like to align myself with my club's vision. Um, I like to see, I like to hope that there's a process happening and I want to trust the process. I don't really like any of the Bowley hate that we've seen. Like, He's put so much money into the club for one. He's got a team. No, set. no, no. I was just asking you because, like, you literally gave an Englishman the job, man. So I was asking, <laughs> at what point did you, oh, did you put yeah, on yeah, you yeah, decide, yeah, yeah. decide to give an Englishman the job? To be fair, I think something came out today. It looks like Nagels is Nagelsmann's job to lose, to be fair. Um, yeah, yeah Torres. Really, um, how, well, how do we move on from this? Because Ray, I said Ray, Wizzy was like, he doesn't hear any bully hate, but we'll come to that. Don't worry, Tori. Tori, okay, tell how do we move on from this? Well, man, I just want to delete this season to be honest. Let's just focus on like not so embarrassing us for the rest of the season, like you know, just let's finish in a respectable top half position. Let's not get battered by the Arsenal's and Man United's and Spurs or whatever. All the people that we still have to play. That is very, very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's towards the end of the season, like match, match week 37. So Honestly, I don't think there's any incentive, but like, I just hope that they still... Tr- like, I don't like, oh, do they feel shame? Because me personally, like... I'd be embarrassed, but I don't know. Embarrassing. All right, cool. Whoa. Um, Tori, it's funny you say you we hope you hope to have like an eight sorry, a top sorry, like a top half finish because we did a Lampard preview and we're like, oh finish eight. I think we'll finish eight. Now look, I was one of the people who said I think we'll finish eight, but look at us now. So we've bad. been but no, we've been eleventh since before Lampard. Yeah, I hope you guys know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, that was Potter's. Um, that was going away presents for us, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Uncle Toby thought that Lampard will come in and we'll win against Wolves, we'll win against Brighton, we'll win against Wolves. Have we played in the Premier League? You know, life was looking rosy. Uh, Lampard bringing the vibe. Uh, new manager job, uh, interim manager vibe, blah blah blah. My mom was my mom was telling me we'll finish top eight. Look at yourself <laughs> now. Take a look at yourself in the mirror, my man. <laughs> Bro, Lampard let me down so bad, so bad. Okay, um, Tori, Tori, um, Tori, Tyler, let me ask you guys this question. Let me start with Tyler. Tyler, um, obviously, what can you say about Lampard's critics? Because there was a lot of hype when Lampard came in. What I'm going to say, right, is first, I never was Frank in, okay, because I wanted to win the Champions League potentially still, okay, well, to be fair, I never thought we were going to win it, but I wanted to give us the best chance of winning it, and us hiring Frank was not that, okay, this guy had considered the most goals of any Chelsea manager in a Champions League campaign ever, and he got knocked out in the round of 16, um, so that was enough for me to just not want him in because if we're only the only thing we're fighting for a Champions League, I want to bring someone that we can at least feel like can do well in a Champions League. Um, so we bought Frank in for the vibes basically, and we bought him in so people wouldn't just be hounding on 
the inter- whoever else brought in because it's thanks. So they're not going to give him as much stick as if we had Bruno in, for example. Yeah. Um, so honestly, it was it was all just for publicity, if I'm honest, and just to see how the rest of the season because they realised they need they want to have a fresh start where they can have a manager, have a preseason. You know, like United did the Ten Hag, for example. They nailed it. They they did it from scratch. No middle of the season bollocks. You know, got right onto it. So we want to do that. We needed someone to be in the hot seat until then. Lampard wanted to do it, and it would make fans happy. So that's why I brought him in. So I never really ever wanted him, wanted him in. But to his critics, I was just saying, just calm down because there's no point to probably get into it. Like he's probably going to go. We're, we're looking for another manager. So just try and make it as positive as you can, just for the players. And yeah, I've got it's all about the players now. All about getting the young guys ready for the future. And yeah, now just screw the players. We're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hate. Yeah, a lot of these players need to go out, and that's what I mean. You know, we need to use this time to uh, what we have nine, eight games left. So use these to proper evaluate the players and find out who needs to be here, who needs to go. And yeah, there's no point going take taking pointing fingers at Frank or whatever. He's still going to be a club legend no matter what. Um, so we shouldn't use this to tarnish it anymore. We shouldn't have any expectations because he isn't the best manager in the world. Sadly. Needs a lot more experience, but yeah, I don't know, man. Just yeah, leave Vampire out of it. Focus on the players, and we need to find out who we keep after this this year. That's the key thing. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Judah, tell us how we should leave Lampard out of it. But you know, you know the reason why I'm asking. So now he has lost four games in a row. What can you say? Because his critics must be Judah. This question to you. His critics must be. I don't know. Like I'm saying, what can you say about that? Because that's not looking good at all. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you want me to say, really. Because, um, yeah, I think we in the last episode we discussed, like you know, like um, if he does well, then that's only happening his career, and if he does bad, it's not happening his career. I think that's the context you are referring to, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, bro. <laughs> Um, I think some I heard someone mentioning it. Yeah, it should just be like Gary Neville and just accept that managing is not his thing. Like I, you know, they literally said that he had like a bitter spot. Oh, um, what's it called? Um, media like media stuff, you know, to attend instead of the Chelsea versus <laughs> was it Wolves game or what was his first game? Yeah, Wolves. Instead of, you know, on that same day. So I feel like it should in the summer it should just basically fall back to that man and uh, or maybe, maybe go and complete his 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 um continental pro license because apparently I also just learned today that <laughs> he doesn't even have his, his complete license. He has his, he's still on a continental A license. So so yeah, you should probably look into <laughs> completing that instead of looking for a job in football management because I I don't want to say I'm hundred percent sure, but <laughs> I'm most likely sure that he's not getting a job anytime soon, bro. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, he has like a five point something percent win rates, bro. Do you know how bad that is for someone to have like a five point something win rate, bro? Uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, he has not done himself any favors. So, 
At 70, I don't know, miracle happens and the remaining games of the season, he beats us now, beats Man City, you know, beats Man U, and, you know, somehow, some way, he has classes, three good managers, then, yeah, maybe there's light at the tunnel, at the end of the tunnel for him, but, <laughs> bro, yeah, you know that <laughs> that's not looking likely for him, man. So, yeah. Best advice, you should just retire. Um, we leave it there. I won't call it a day. I mean, I said, Thank you, thank you, Tori. Thank you, Ray. Keep saying Ray. Thank you, Judah. Thank you, Wiz, aka Tyler. Thank you, bro. Oh, good, man. Oh, good. Yes. Always <laughs> I said it was going to be a brief episode, so yeah. Just. It's okay, man. No. Thank you for having me again. It's always, yeah, it's always a good time. And nice to meet you, Judah. Nice to speak to you, Judah. Very nice. Yeah, nice to speak to you. Yeah, always well, having that little DM and shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and Judah, I think this might be the last episode for a while. So yeah, thank you for coming, bro. Bro, you've said this like three episodes in a row now. So <laughs> you've said yeah, it like the last three episodes in a row. <laughs> but it's true, man. Because like out of Champions League, so that's what it's like again, except season review, man. So yeah, I think it's the last episode for. A while. Listen, if you do, yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been such a long season. Yeah, it's it's been such a long. Yeah, yeah. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Sunshine Blue. I hope to hear from you soon again. Bye, guys. <laughs>